This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO Rock. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts, fire up the ignition, and drop the hammer. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. WFO, what's up, everybody? We are back. We're back in the WFO Radio studios. Ignition, the top priority. For WFO radio listeners out there. And so slide into the studio and click record, click play, share the link up there with the Patreons, and we are off and running. How's everybody doing out there? It is Monday night, 8.54 p.m., and normally I don't like to timestamp the show, but I had some people tell me that they love listening to it Tuesday morning on their way to work or whatever they're doing, that it's a Tuesday morning tradition. For so many folks out there, and you guys know we're not doing it live on Tuesday morning, so I might as well just tell you we're doing it on Monday night. And in this case, I just got back now, like now, now, like right a minute before turned on computers. And you know, your computer probably does like mine, and it takes a little while, just like you do in the morning, to like, I'm not ready yet. Okay, I'm ready. And so the computers are now ready, and here we are. And we got Giovanni in Miami. He's out there. What's up, Giovanni? How are you? All right. All is well. He's He's unmuted. He's unmuted and ready to go. I'm ready to go. And we're ready. And we have done. Normally, I would say that we would do a little bit of like pre-show prep, right? Like, what did you see? And what did I see? And what do you think? And what we did? Nothing. Nothing. We're doing it all live on the air, Gio. We're doing it live. Do it live. And there's a couple of reasons. There's a couple of reasons for that because, like, why talk about the same thing twice, right? Why talk about it twice? We're going to talk about it uh, at one point. And we're going to. You've got some information. I've got some information. We're going to share that information. We're going to talk about it. Something might be funny, and that's that. If you're new to the show, welcome. Hello, check it out. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Subscribe. WFORadio.com. And for the VIP listener club, known as the Patreons. They get to watch it some up until we get there's a day that there's more than 10 and then we're going to have to come up and innovate a new thing. But we've had eight. We've never had more than that. So it's, <laughs> right. Until that, you know, as long as we don't have to deal with it, we don't have to deal with it till it becomes a problem. Then, you know, it'll, it'll be like a timeshare. You know, you'll get like 20 minutes and then you'll be you'll be in and out. You'll be rotated in and out. What a weekend it was out there in Pomona, California. Oh, my goodness. It was incredibly busy. And I think of the three Western Swing races, it was the most busy and the most difficult. And isn't that how it's supposed to be? The last one, be the toughest one. When you go, you're Bruce Lee and you're going up the pagoda and you get to the top, you got to fight the toughest guy at the top. Although for some reason, the video game makers like to make the toughest guy the second guy from the top, the penultimate guy. I don't know why that is, but it is. So the final race of the Western Swing was brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. Now, why was it brutal? Oh, my backup recorder, Geo. The backup recorder has decided it doesn't want to record anymore. 
<laughs> um, it's not. I'm, I see the wave from. Oh, wait. It's there. It's coming. It's going. It's like popping up and fits and starts. I'm just going to ignore it. This could be one of those shows that only the patrons can say that they ever heard. Another reason why you got to be the patron. Yeah, well, we'll see if our StreamYard recording mechanism works. I love that program, by the way. You know, I'm so proud of myself. I know you can tell. I'm so proud of myself. But being willing to try and find new things, to always be trying to spend a little bit of time investigating what's new and what's out there and what's coming. And I, it just saved me just now. And it was kind of an interesting deal. And I will share that story. Like within the last hour, my butt was saved by my willingness to try new, different and fresh things, maybe even invest in something. I have no idea what the heck it is and whether or whether or not it will or probably will not work. My butt was saved. And I will tell you about that momentarily. But what a weekend. It was so hot but not humid. And the thing about Miami is when you get off the airplane at Miami International and walk outside and get hit in the face with the humidity and just immediately begin to sweat and become sticky and you're heel-toeing through the parking garage and you're just walking and schlepping and it's a long schlep and you just got, you're just dragging along, just left, right. That's what I just experienced. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal. <clears throat> California was great, though. Justin Ashley, final round, top fuel. Leah wins. Justin did not run the car. Was suffering from, you know, I haven't heard the official medical diagnosis yet, so I, I don't want to say what it was, but, you know, heat-related something. And I did talk with Mike Ashley, and Mike Ashley said, there's not, no, no world championship is worth risking my son over something like that. I felt so happy to hear him say that. Felt so happy. Of course he wants to go up there and race Leah and beat Leah. The kid wasn't, he, he was having a, a medical problem, a little dizziness. And so. Exhaustion. I, Could be. What? Heat exhaustion. Exhaustion? Heat exhaustion. Exhausted from the heat. Exhaustion. exhaustion. Heat exhaustion. Exhaustion. Yeah, it must be not it's coming not through. No, no, you yeah. can't be quite clear. Yeah. It just is not a word. It's just not a word. That's yeah. all. No. Gotcha. It's not a word. Overheating. Okay. The exhaustacity. It was not there. Well, whatever it was, I was. I was proud. Well, it's kind of like the Simone Biles thing. What about? Well, like you, you, you have to make a, but you have to make, no, they're very similar in that they're both dangerous and you could get very injured. And she's like, ah, man, my head is not in the game. And she gets out and uh, that's, I guess, mental. And this was physical, but still good decision all around. Leah wins the race. Big victory for Leah. That was so great to think that over the Western swing, like the saga of Leah Pruitt, Rock bottom at Denver. Oil all over the track. Didn't even get to run, what, first round or second round, whatever it was. First round, I think. For that team to rally for a final round in Sonoma and then win in Pomona. Wow. That's a great story. And uh, 
That's a win. Hopefully, we're going to have Leah on the show this week. We're definitely going to have Ron Caps on Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Are you trying to show me a note, or is there just a note on the back of a pad that you're looking at? Yeah, I was flipping through my notes. You're flipping through <laughs> your notes. You're on mute. Well, the mute, you know, and that's a good idea. That way you don't hear paper rustling and like in case I say before. some nonsense or just this cough. Is right. you know? This, this is, is I'm the up. Let me finish a quick statement. I'm the opposite of some of the other hosts that you, you know, record that are just completely everything goes on the air, every breath, every <laughs> this everything, every snarl, every sneeze and cough and fart. And he's making fun of the poker guys right now, where every once in a while, poor big Dave Lemon. Once in a while. <laughs> I don't know where he puts the microphone, but it just daily. Right I mean, sorry, every show with his left sinus, like you're right <sighs> up in there. Okay, stop that. You're grossing everybody out. But Leah picks up the win. Caps gets the win. Caps and JR in the final round. It was really cool to see Caps go out there and win. Aaron Stanfield, the Iceman. Back-to-back -back wins. Oh, my goodness, this kid, Aaron Stanfield. It's almost as if I told you exactly this was going to happen. And yeah, I'm patting myself on the back a little bit, Ignition audience, because it was last year or the year before, or as soon as he got the opportunity, you can find it in the archive. Go back and get the interview. <laughs> I made the call. I waved the flag. I made a bold prediction. This kid is the kid, man. How many kids get, how many people come in and out of cars? No, Aaron Stanfield, you watch out for this dude, man. He's going to, and now he has won three races this year, more than anybody else. And back-to-back -back races. And he's got the eye of the tiger now. Watch out. While Greg and Erica are doing their thing, you know, Aaron Stanfield is in the mix. And then, of course, Matt Smith, a.k.a. Schmitty, which is what they call him, wins again. Dom dominant fashion. You hear that? I almost like, dominant fashion. Yeah, it was a lot, of, it was a lot, of, lot going on. A lot of celebrities out there on the starting line. A lot of celebrities, man. I was hanging with real housewives and drill instructors and traffic reporters and influencers, just all kinds of stuff going. It was it was a very busy, great weekend. Oh, look at that. We got Stubo down there. We got Bobby's Bug Barn down there. We got Monica down there. Uh, Matt from down there in Oz is on there. Oz. <laughs> down there in Oz, man. Down there in Oz. And the stickers are being distributed by Matt Davis. Good job, Matt. People are reaching out to me who listen to the show in Australia. And then I put them together. I hook them up with, uh, with uh, did I say Matt Davis? No, I meant Mark. Mark is our guy with the stickers. Our man down under. And so that's great. Max Verstappen and Lewis. Every once in a while, I get to look at the Twitter and I get to, I saw the press conference. I don't know if you saw the press conference, but I retweeted it and I said Max was rattled. Max launched into a flurry of profanity at the media because they were asking him too much. Did you see that? Yeah, I'm, I believe I'm, I, I sent it out or something or tweeted. Did you send that out and then I retweeted yeah. it or whatever? But that Matt, I, 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 I disagree that he's rattled. I think that it was just like, know. hey, enough of this crap. You guys, yeah, blew up, we man. just went Come over on. this yesterday. You remember, this isn't the first day of media. This is like the second 
third date. Well, this was Saturday. You All made right. a big enough deal about it that you filed all these protests. And if it was really no big deal. You well, you know, that's Christian Hortner doing politics, dude. Yeah, that Max, Max could have told him. And then he got, if it, if it was a, if it was social media and I was going to hit him with a, a gif or whatever, it would have been the triggered one. Triggered. <laughs> they triggered him, man. They triggered well, him. Look, it, that had nothing to do with what happened on Sunday. It triggered him. No, it didn't. But did it? You know, no, he got plowed into from the boat. Well, I mean, unless you want to say that Botas did that on purpose. No, the cosmos has a way of penalizing you for being triggered. It does. It does. All right. It does. And Lewis just said, Do you have anything to add, Lewis? And he's like, No, no, I'm good. Triggered. The best would have been if he would have been if he would have said, What more do you want, man? He's triggered. (laughs) What more do you want? Uh, and so anyway, like, you know, who, who won it? October. October one. October won. I didn't even realize he was Frenchy. You didn't realize I he, he was like some sort of Hispanic, not Hispanic, but Spaniard or, or you know. Well, great stuff. All right. So now that we got the live audience down there, we got uh, Monica and we got Matt. Yep. Matt is not like popping up there. It, it, it doesn't seem right. And Stubo and uh, Bobby's Bug Barn. I'm going to tell the story. Of how I was. Uh, what are you doing now? Can they see me? Yeah, they can see you. They're giving oh, okay. You up. And I, I want to keep this between us because when we bring other people in, we have other audio issues. No, no, no. I just wanted to know if. But they I'm going to tell me. you this story now, and you guys are all going to react, and then I'll bring everybody on after that. But this is something no, big. I just, I, I'm surprised you brought everybody on. You had told me that this was going to be a quick hit, that everything needed to be ready, and all this stuff, and now here we are. I communicated with Sue. She wish, wished me a nice uh, event this morning. And there were all kinds of travel issues today. Like my, uh, I heard, uh, you know, my mom texted me. I heard about all the cancellations. And I was like, I haven't heard about the cancellations. Were there cancellations today? Was there a bunch of things? <laughs> well, it was, it, I think it was Spirit Airlines, though. It was confined okay. to a spirit. But, man, I'm, I'm, I'm having a cocktail right now, everybody. Just so you know. I'm having a makers because it was a, an instant in, intense situation. Wow. But, um, well, I just sat on a plane and I got upgraded both ways. Business class. It was fantastic. But our pilot was on another flight or whatever. So we sat on the ground for like an hour and a half just waiting for him to get there. And that's that. And so he finally got there and we finally took off and finally made it, made it late, got here late, everything late, whatever. But so get off the plane. And I have to schlep. I'm in the E uh, terminal and I have a long walk and I'm just, you know, admittedly spent and then walk outside and the heat hits me and I just am schlepping just left, right, walk up, see, finally gets my car, see my car, get into the car. (sighs) It's a new thing for me. My dad used to pick me up, but now that I go in on Fridays, uh, he can't drive me that early. I have to take the first flight out. He's not going to drive me at uh, 5 a.m., 4 a.m., that kind of stuff. So now I have to park at the airport, which is really nice because you get in the car and you're home. 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 Take the key, stick the key in the ignition. Click, 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 click. The car will not start. So now I'm in a bad spot. <laughs> what car was this? The, cat, the Cadillac. Yeah, the cat. The car would not start. It's been hot as hell down here. I'll tell you that much. Well, so the other day, it it sounded a little, a little 
laboring and I put it on the charger and I charge it up. I have a battery charger. I charged up the battery battery. Then I fired it up after it was on the battery charger for a while. And it almost, the starter almost flipped the car over. Zoom! It, it fired up immediately. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm good. And this brings me to the, I am lucky that I have the courage to spend money and test things that I'm not sure that it will work just to see. So this past Christmas, I'm shopping for people. I'm online shopping and I see an ad for something that I say to my, and it was like, normally it's $129. And in this case, I think it was like $69 or something that was in the window of worth it to me. And it was one of those batteries and I'm going to show it to everybody, but you, you listeners, you can't see it, but one of the, it, this is it. It's like a cell phone battery charger for your car. And it's got these little clips. Wow. Are you kidding? Now, now let me see. Let me ask. It, how big is that thing? Is that about as wide as your hand? Look, it's. No, it's, I mean, like what from from like if you were to put your hand this way. I, oh, yeah, you see so, it, you're it's seeing so it. It's, I'm holding it in my hand. It's like the size of a. Um, it's slightly bigger than my cell phone, I would say. Like, it's, it's obviously a lot thicker, but just very long. It's not very big at all. It's very small. And so for the $69 or whatever it was at the time, at the holidays, I decided to buy it. I decided to buy this thing. I was like, let me get that thing. Let me just see it. The jumper cables suck. <laughs> jumper cables are nothing. You have to, you have, this is an opportunity to become self-sufficient. Whereas jumper cables require another human being. And in this world that we all live in, does anybody want to have to ask another human being for anything ever? So this was a gamble on freedom from other human beings. Okay. So I bought two of them. I bought two. And originally, and I'm going to be honest here because I'm tired. When it's Christmas time, I just buy a bunch of stuff and then I figure out who's worthy of it after I buy it. <laughs> oh, man. He must have been mad because I didn't get one of these. I got these things and I plug them in and I charge them up. You charge it just like a cell phone. I got some shit gift. I can tell you that. I don't know know what you got. But a tiny little USB. USB. I think I got you something good. I forget what it was. But USB 2.0 with a USB. You charge it like a cell phone, man, overnight. Nothing. And so that I'm thing like, is pretty cool, man. I got to tell you, I wouldn't mind having one of those in my truck. You know, it's not like if my truck is. So, when, well, but wait, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because it's not going to work. Oh, it it's didn't work. Work. And that's why I didn't give it to anybody. I was like, ah, this is the kind of thing that I'm going to put in my own vehicles. And someday we'll see if this freaking thing is actually worth it. And that day came today. And so I get in the car and I'm exhausted and click, 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 click. Here we go. This is it. It's time to break out the cell phone car battery starter mechanism. And you plug this thing in like this. And you take the two uh, cable clips that everybody knows that looks just like a jumper cable, except a little smaller and tighter. And I clipped it onto the battery. I turn it on. The little light starts kind of moving. Flashing. Like like the power is yeah. transferring into the battery, right? I was like, all right, here we go. Sat down in the car, crank, 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 started right up. Woo! Went out back to the front of the car, pulled the thing off, and I am here. And look, it's even got a light. Can you see that light? There it is. 
Oh, wow. Super bright, man. Are you kidding me? You got a light. You can charge your cell phone. You can charge a bunch of light for the hurricane. You know, like it was amazing. This thing, it saved my butt. The only reason I'm doing this show is because of this little device. And I got one in the caddy and I got one in the Firebird. And now it is definitely a worthy gift for others. Um, And I'm going to put this exact one in the WFO store. I'm going to put it in the WFO store. That's the whole point of the WFO store on the page. Like the day that I come up with a product that I say, man, this thing actually really worked. I'm going to put it in the WFO store. And I'm sure there's a hundred of them out there, but this one worked for me and saved my, my bacon. And so I have a single car garage. And when I'm gone, I put the Firebird in the garage. Because why should the poor Firebird have to sit in the baking sun, right? I put the Firebird in the garage. So I pull into the driveway and I'm thinking to myself, if I shut this car off, is it going to, is it going to start? You know, is it going to start while I go get the Firebird and, and everything and, and back it out and put the Cadillac in the garage? And I, was, I said, yeah, man, it was just, I just drove 30 minutes. The battery's got to be charged up. So I shut off the car. I'm going to leave them running, right? I shut off the car, come inside, pull the Firebird out, go to the Cadillac, start it up, except click, click, click. It won't start. It won't start. Okay, guess what? Going to get this battery thing again, pull it out again in darkness, clip, clip, press the button, starts right up. Pulled it in the garage. Woo! Here we are doing the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is a real-life endorsement to the concept. Like, you don't have to get the one that I've got. Bobby's Bug Barn says, we have them at Napa. No, don't take our business from the WFO store, Bobby. They're not going to come down there to Louisiana to get your... No, I get it. Monica, I have one of those. I got it from QVC. Never used it. Just make sure it's uh, charged, I would say. Bobby says, hey, everybody, I was wondering if your flight got canceled. Everybody, let's bring on uh, Bobby and Stubo. Co-host to the show. What's up, guys? How you doing? Evening, evening. Bobby, how are you? And Sue? Doing good now. Yes. Hey, all. Excellent. Hey. Hello, everyone. Hey, everyone hey, is hey. on. Happy, happy Hello, my Monday. people. Happy Monday. I didn't and realize so, it was going yes. to be a happy hour show. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, I'm not drinking. Told I, don't, me. I don't drink anymore. That stuff is poison. Poison. Exactly. No, I decided yeah. it's just. Uh, I, I'm gonna step away from the poison. The right way to do it. <laughs> the right way to do it. But what a weekend! And as far as NASCAR goes, uh, there was none, right? It was nope. Olympic hiatus still last week. I saw eighty percent uh, of the Formula One race, and since there was no NASCAR race, I watched the NHRA. Did I miss anything? I don't think I did. I think I'm up to speed. No, that's it. You missed uh, Olympic stuff and, you know, just sports collision, but no racing. Just where you were at that I had on all weekend and um, F1. Very good. Excellent. F1. And the New York Yankees, the, Flor- the Florida Marlene. Yes. Well, I did not go. Kyle, Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson won again. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, well, but that's yeah. like so not. Yeah, I mean, you know. Kyle Larson won another hey, race. Come on, you said, yeah, he won. The guy never down, you know, out of the ordinary. <laughs> World of no, Outlaws, late model. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, amazing stuff. The guy is, uh, the guy is incredible. The guy is incredible. Um, I was thrilled. I was thrilled. I just got texted some photographs from the weekend. So many different people and personalities out on the starting line. It was amazing. 
amazing stuff, but hot. And like I, we started off right before you guys got on, I, I was applauding Justin Ashley and that team for making the call to do what was safe. And they got out of the car and, and Leah won the race. Caps, of course, Aaron Stanfield, Matt Smith. What happened with John Forrest, guys? You guys saw more than I did. I still know nothing. What happened? I, I didn't get to see. Bobby, he Rapp. lit both light bulbs out right away, and uh, and yeah. hanging no, up. Okay, so hey, please, you know, use your vocabulary to describe what you saw at the top end of the racetrack. Was there anger? Was there a fight? Were there cursing? Was there pushing? Was there shoving? Did you see anything? Did you not see anything? Because till right now, I got I have no characterization of what went down other than they were they they had some words or someone was mad and 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 then uh amanda described it but i don't have an, an, a clue what happened so lay it on well you can, i just you read can a tell tweet that, they that were... he double bulb yeah sue yeah it, sue? you could actually tell they they were they were going at each other um at and Matt Hagen started yelling, I think started yelling at John Force first, and John Force was up in his face, and they were helmet to helmet going at each other. And okay. uh, John Force finally just walked away from him. And and you so, saw that, what, on the Fox but, show? You saw that on NHRA.TV? Um, we saw it on the NHRA.TV, and then we went back to it uh, later on the Fox show just to see the, the Matt Hagen interview because wanted to because at any try tv when it when it was going on they didn't quite you, you caught it but you didn't catch all of it you knew there was you were, there was some things going on and um well, but yeah exactly. the, the interview with hagan he was he was all kinds of angry and he says he's not giving john force respect anymore mm-hmm you see, okay, so here's the thing. I love NHRA.TV, and it is great, and everybody's doing as you know as good a job as they can do and always trying to make it better and better and better. But I'm on the starting line getting a, a half, uh, you know, I don't want to complain, but I'm in the worst place to get information. It's very challenging, unless I talk, I'm talking to a crew chief directly. That's like, I can find that out. But what's happening on the top end is really a challenge. I can only get what comes through Sunoco Vision or what comes through Alan Reinhardt, maybe something on the radio in my ear, but I got none of those things. Alan asked me, did you see force do anything that was out of the ordinary? And I walked around and I talked to a couple people and they said that he may be double bulbed, but I remember watching and I don't know, I'm going to have to go back and study it. I didn't feel like it was worthy of anything at all. Like I didn't see anything that I felt worthy of an altercation at all, but then like to not get the, the replay, I don't recall seeing a replay, which was a little bit. No, annoying. no. So I went directly to force on the starting line. It was like, Hey, what happened down there? And he gave me the evasive answer. Which he was, ran away from you. I saw that. He ran away. <laughs> yes, right. he, he was, did. Right. He was like, oh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm moving past it. Right. And okay, that's fine. Except I still don't, I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. Like, nobody hey. knows what happened. <laughs> nobody knows what happened here. It's just this mystery wrapped in a puzzle surrounded by an enigma. But I like that. I, we mean, had I, it. I think honestly, I think John Force just messed up when he was staging. I don't think it was something he intended to do. 
Yeah. And he went in and I think the car got away from him and he double bulbed it. And he was flustered himself. He said it later on. And, you know, I, it, heard I, I think it was just an accident. And Matt Hagen flipped out and Matt Hagen had the better reaction time. He just had the slower car. John Force flat out beat him. Get over it. Right. That's what I says, Matt was Matt was telling him, I thought you were better than that, that racers don't do that to each other. See, and you know, we just had Matt on a couple of weeks ago, and I really like Matt. Man, Bobby, Bobby's practically friends with Matt. But racers definitely do that to each other. <laughs> That's yeah. part of racers. racers definitely do that to each other. Like, come on, we got but we racers have... racers play games, but I don't I think in this particular instance, I honestly do not think John Forrest was playing a game. Well, John, John always also typically stages. calls it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he says that all the time. Like uh he's doing the best he can out there in the moment. And maybe he's just making that up. And he's the 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 savvy old guy who's using the, you know, tricks <laughs> of the trade to figure out how to get through each round and it's working. Which, how great is that? And then when he did it to Caps, yeah, deep, the other- deep stage on Caps, Caps is like, yeah, this is, this is as funny car as it gets. I'm at Pomona. I'm racing against John Force. John deep staging against me. Like, this is it. I'm in the moment. It, it, and he embraced it. I think Matt was probably just angry that he lost. And then he said something. And then <laughs> yeah, John you. said something. Hey, that's great. Like, that's what we need. Is there good, compelling video? Did you see? You know, they should be yeah. putting it out there better. I mean, it happens so fast. Yeah. I, 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 I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it because that's uh, that's exciting. That's exciting. Now we got that. We're going to take a little break. We'll be back in Kansas. And then Brainerd and then Indy. And, oh, boy, here we go. And can't John wait to talk with now you. knows how to rile up Matt Hagen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would be doing that every time now. I would be I, doing it every time. You, know, you can't you can't let people know what bothers you when you go up the stage. You never give that away. That's like giving your tell in poker, right? <laughs> like, why would you do that? Just spoken by a true go. Lucas Oil series racer who knows that there's like <laughs> 80 people out there that would love to know what bothers you. What bothers you? What does bother you? Oh, I hate staging last. Okay. Here you go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do it now. (laughs) Interesting. Well, so that was a bit of a moment. That was, uh, that was good. You know, when it happens with force, um, I just, uh, I wish they caught it better. Oh, look at all the comments there. Um, Derek is out there. What's up, Derek. Derek was having audio issues on NHRA.TV. Like you guys can, you got to let me know in a better way than Twitter, man. If you want me to do something for you, you got to figure out a better way to get a hold of me than Twitter. Because number one, I'm not glued to Twitter. And number two, Twitter doesn't always load and uh, all of those things. I can't stand how others get butt hurt. Good job, Derek, using that word. Remember, I used it last week about the staging. Whether or not he deep stages, who cares? He plays within the rules. Get over it. Exactamundo. And this has been a story that has been going on now, in my estimation, for at least five at least five years guys not liking deep staging who cares like that's the gamesmanship of funny car racing and and it's clearly breaking down on like lines of age the old school guys are all into it and the new young guys are not into it 
and I side with the old guys. I wish everybody was doing something to the other person on every run to try to rattle them. It would be a much more interesting and compelling sport. Bobby says, I say it's in the rules. You should be able to do it. Bobby, no need to comment if you're going to talk. Ha ha. Joe, <laughs> got a shout out on the Racers and Rental Cars podcast, Saturday episode, uh, starting about 2.5 minutes. I saw Cam out there. Cam thanked me for that. And I, I honestly, in the moment, he's like, hey, thanks for what you said. And I go, Cam, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, on the show, man, on the show. You said something nice. I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm a fan. But, you know, when you talk a lot, you don't remember a lot of what you say. But that was good, man. Compelling race. Western swing. In the books. We got it in. Most importantly, we got it in. Do what you have to do to win within the rules, of course, says Eric. I agree, Eric. Thank you, Eric. Yes. Simple as that. Is it in the rules? Like, like Cruz said a couple of weeks ago, I didn't make the racetrack. The original people laid it out so that we had this original seven inches in there to fudge with for various reasons. The size of the wheel of the vehicle, right? Some vehicles got a big wheel and some have a little wheel. Like there's, they needed to do that. I like it. I like the game. Tricky Ricky Smith. There's a guy like that's his whole existence is he gets tricky on the starting line. He's got a nickname for it. Why, why are we against that? The greatest moments in drag racing are staging duels and burndowns. You, you know, like you're taking away all the character from the sport if you take that away. So great stuff. Thank you, Derek, for watching that. And I love knowing about the, uh, the shout outs. So what oh, else? Wes? Yes. Wes give you a great shout out on his last show. Really? Yes. What was, what was that about? Uh, they had, uh, I forget now his name, old age. That was on the show, your show last week. And he was talking about how good, good you did on the interview and how well he did on the show and how good the show was. Oh, wonderful. Basically you need to go listen. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing, man. I can't, I can't, I can't, I I hate to say that, but like, there are times that I, I watch and listen to stuff, but there are times like, I was um, like a circle jerk to me. It does. It. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. Couldn't have said it better. Like, yeah, no. Thank you, Gio. That's why he's here. That's why Gio's here. You, you're the fresh one, Gio. You should be ready to go. Um, what about uh, Sports Collision, Gio? How were the Yankee games? Yankees, Marlins? Oh, they were you always go? How was it? I, I did not go to any of the games. What? It did not work out for me. Um, I stayed home and watched them here on the free TV. I uh, was having um Rizzo. Yes, Monica, I agree. It was a uh, trade deadline was Thursday, Friday, whatever it was. All kinds of big names changing teams all over the country, not just coming to New York, but uh, everywhere, all over. Big, big. Yeah, no, it was exciting. Stars, it was really exciting. Teams. I mean, guys, Rizzo and. Bryant, the Cubs are selling and everyone's buying. And <laughs> it was a pretty exciting couple of days. Scherzer's going to the Dodgers. I mean, everybody's picking up big names, making playoff runs. But uh, the Yankees were in town, but I was not able to make it. There was, you know, due process going on around here and uh, decided not to uh, go to, to the game. I was, uh, I almost made the trek by myself, but I didn't want to do that to everybody around here. Oh, just, to, uh, just to, 
oh. tie it all together. The last time that you went, every time that you have gone to see the Yankees at Marlins Park, the Yankees lose. The one time that you didn't go, the Yankees swept the Marlins. I think the first sweep of the Marlins in Miami, I think maybe ever. Yeah, maybe quite possibly, yeah. Maybe you're the reason, Gio. But no, because we go, I've go usually to at least two or three of the games. But you weren't even in town, I mean. No, I know. <laughs> But maybe I'm the reason. Like I've, no, but we we've have, seen them win because we end up we, going to all the games. But when we go into big group, we end up getting smoked usually. Yeah. But that's great. Yeah, no, great. I just decided not to go, and then um, but we did watch them from here, and um, you know, games were great. The Yankees won three in a row. Finally, they, you know, I mean, but I, I don't know if beating up on the Marlins is really, you know, all that great. But yes, finally, the Yankees are winning some games that they're supposed to. But yet, as we say that today, they're losing at home to Baltimore, you know, a cellar dweller. Yeah, that's terrible. But hey, you know what? They made a, they made some moves. They brought in some guys. That's all uh, you can ask for, that your team is in it, making playoff uh push and uh let's see what happens the guys they brought in uh i believe uh what's his name gallo's got another year on the contract he's not just a rental i think riz was a free agent but i wouldn't mind if they sign that sign that guy a lefty first baseman that's that's a, that's a great uh fit in yankee stadium we were just complaining how they didn't have any lefties that what kind of analytics tells you to build an all right-handed ball uh, <laughs> ball team in in yankee stadium but here we go today. They trotted out there the last this weekend. They've trotted out uh, at least three or four lefties uh, every game. And uh, the lineup, man, they've got a potent lineup. They just got to come through now. That's it. No more. Uh, there's uh, what about less than 60 games left now. And that's it's time to make a run. Last third of the year. There you go. 54 I like games. It. Well, I like that they made a move. At least we got something to uh... made multiple moves. So we got something to go. Derek says, speaking of Izzo, where in the world is TJ Zizzo? <laughs> wow. He's going to be in Brainerd. He's going to be in Brainerd. Ron Tobler is going to be helping him out in Brainerd. Speaking of that, Ron Tobler was back helping Jason Rupert. It was great. We had a, a nice get-together. Hopefully Rizzo helps light a fire for that team. That's what he does. And he's a South Florida kid, by the way, everybody. Didn't he grow up in uh, Coral Springs or something? Well, he went to high school here. I, I don't know if he was actually born here, but yeah. But what difference does it make when you go to high school in South Florida? You qualify as a South Florida kid. Just like there you go. Ryan Hunter. Ray other, yeah, absolutely. Where you go to high school. Yeah. Look at. Uh, oh, no, yeah. look, he was born in Fort Lauderdale. So, but I guess Daniel family's from Jersey because apparently he had hundreds of people there at Yankee Stadium today for his debut. And that's why he played so well, because I think one of our friends said it on our group chat. It's like he's a South Florida kid playing in South Florida for the New York Yankees. Like what is bigger and better than that? And he showed up and he got a bunch of hits and a couple of jacks. Let's see. What else? Sports collision. Um, Sports collision. What else happened? The Olympics are going on still. We should definitely oh. do a pre-show uh, meeting. That's definitely in the future. <laughs> going live. I thought you were prepared, man. I, I have notes all over the place here. And, uh, like I said, Olympics, we've seen what's going on. It's been, uh, you know, some hit or miss. Katie Ledecky wins some golds, you know, some other swimmers don't win. The soccer team wins a game. They lose a game. The girls are out now. The men's basketball team still winning. 
they they got a, another uh there i don't know if it's quarterfinals or semifinal game tonight i think the quarterfinal game tonight so basically they if they win the next three they they win the gold anyway so but if they lose they're out during the what? in the basketball. elimination the men's yes men's the men's basketball, basketball team that we were talking about how terrible they were last week yes so now the the eliminations run started and so they have a chance to to still win out gold the ladies soccer team lost uh, last night to Canada, one nothing. So they'd be eliminated in the semis. They'll be playing for the bronze. And uh, the gymnastics has been, like you discussed, Simone, um, you know, bowed out and uh, has not performed. But she is going to do one. Uh, I don't know which one it is. I think it's the balance beam or something I was reading that she's yes. going to do, which is great. Whatever she wants to do is fine with me. You know, I'm very pro athlete when it comes to almost everything. And especially in this particular case, when it's got to do with uh, your your head not being straight, there's absolutely no way that you can perform. And all the idiots on all over the place saying that it's no different than ex-athlete not showing up at X game. It's wrong because ex-athlete is not technically risking their life. If they flip out of control and get lost in the air, they could, you know, be paralyzed and never, you know, or kill themselves. And, you know, as on a bad day, if a football player, you know, does something wrong, he might cause his team a game or, or so forth, or a baseball player, basketball player, or whatever, but they're generally not risking their life because, you know, they're having was, a bad day. I, on, on that note, you know, calling people and, out, we've oh, experienced so much sadness over the past year and a half and people's opinions of stuff that, like, once upon a time, I thought was pretty common sense, and now you see it. And it's like, wow, oh, no, another person just with a really bad opinion about something that should have been super common sense. Oh, so sad, so sad. But I guess it's good that people want to let us know, you know, they're, 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 uh, <clears throat> they have a problem with that. But that one, like, she took a lot of, a lot of really nasty stuff about pulling out. And I, I, I went through the whole thought process. Like, if your mind is not right, you cannot do that let alone on television in the Olympics, like flipping through the air and all of that stuff. You, you just can't, you could, uh, you could end up dead. And I, I heard an interview. She used the term, uh, I believe she, uh, what was that? The, the, twisties. the, the twisties, which twisties. is, I would believe that's the gymnastic version of, of the yips. And, you know, in other, in another sport, if you have the yips, it's you know, like I said, you might cost yourself a game or or what have you, some runs or points, but you may not be costing your your life. That's it, your health. Oh, hey everybody, welcome Patrick, the webmaster, longtime listener. First oh time no, here. oh boy, now for a dog walk, <laughs> unable to participate doing to poor, due to poor coverage, but the webmaster Patrick is on there. What's up, Pat? Good to talk to you, man. That is great. That is great. We got Patrick on there. And now we're into our second road, Gio. Like, remember I told you about the 10? We can only have 10. We're, we're oh, now into two, two rows of viewers. It's like, uh-oh, we're getting close. We're getting close to the deal. No, very neat. Uh, yeah, people are just, uh, it's sad. You got a lot of good people. So that was it. And, uh, but but the, the gymnastics team has been able to come through and get uh, silvers here and a couple of golds and uh, – USA is still leading the medal count. They don't have the most golds, but they do have the most total medals. And um, what else? We discussed MLB trade deadline. And finally, this week is the NFL Hall of Fame game, the preseason first game that was canceled last year. This year, it's I believe it's on Thursday. The Steelers and the Cowboys will be playing. And this marks the first weekend 
that from now on until January, there will be a football game, whether professional or college, every weekend till the playoffs start. Or I guess through the Super Bowl would be the actual. There you go. Wow. Boom. That's it. I got nothing else. Time be a football game every week, like that. that every is, weekend, is- yes. Starting this week from Thursday on, every weekend there will be a football, college or pro, on every weekend. Football till eternity. Excellent. Yeah, we know who pays the bills around the network, around the networks. Well, it's good. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I, I was listening football the other day. It's like, hey, when's when's uh, football going to be back? So, all right. We're on the home stretch now. Final thoughts, everybody out there. I'm noticing that Sebastian Vettel had a fuel sample DQ. Does that mean? Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And what what are they doing? They're taking away the uh, second place. Yeah, that's it. Bye bye. Disqualified. Finished. Whatever. Last. DQ'd. Wow. Yep. I'm just learning that right now. And so Lewis gets bumped up. He needed a leader to do the test for the testing. And they only had like half three. Oh, it was that what it was point three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, point three. <laughs> that is that is mm-hmm. terrible. I was I was hoping Vettel would run down uh, October. I don't know why, just because if I mean you'd think I would be rooting for the guy who never won, <laughs> but no, I was rooting for Vettel. I, I was rooting for Vettel too. <laughs> <Get him. laughs> why is that? I, I don't know. I I thought because you know what I feel like he deserves it. Like he <laughs> that's like Vettel. Yeah, yeah, I like. Nothing against, uh, uh, you know, the Frenchie. It's actually really good for for the sport that he won in Alpine, you know, former Renault team and Alonso. By the way, Alonso, I, I, I'm going to assume you didn't watch the end. Ah, there's crackling everywhere. Is that me or just in my head? <laughs> Nobody anyway. else is reacting to it. So it's just like normal. All in your head. <laughs> oh, dude, that's there. Shh, be quiet. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Alonso held up uh, Lewis with about what Lewis. a handful of laps to go for three, four, five that. straight laps back and yeah. forth. That it was just that was the difference. Otherwise, he would have blown by uh, Sebastian and uh, October because yeah. his tires were that much yeah. fresher than everyone else. And what do they say about that? That was, that was impressive. That? No, no, man. Lewis is like, hey, I wouldn't expect anything else from Alonso, and that he raced him clean. He says that there was just one time that he thought that that Alonso came, uh, you know, like double moved or something, and but other than that, he said that Alonso raced him clean. You know that he wouldn't expect him to. Now it I watched. I watched that battle right there because that's when I put it on. You know, I love being on the West Coast because I feel like I'm such a go getter because I'm like waking up bright. I'm like five o'clock in the morning. I'm like up. Yeah, man, attack of the day five a.m. This is great. Uh, and so I'm watching Formula One and that I did see that battle and it was great. And Alonzo is a really good driver and he was holding Lewis back for a long time and they battled. That was a respectful, intense battle. And I guess he did. He cost uh, Lewis the win, maybe. No, more than likely. Yeah. More than likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So did you get Lewis? At the end of the race, I don't know if you saw any of the post race. He was like no, short of breath and out. He he had an incident too. He was heat exhausted. <laughs> well, they say it's actually long COVID. That's what he yeah, said. He also, but you know, obviously yeah. the heat too played a part. You know, it wasn't. If he was chilling at home watching TV, he would have been fine. Yeah, I was just so exhausted afterward. It was one of the weirdest experiences I've had on the podium. 
uh, said Lewis. I had real dizziness. Everything got a bit blurry on the podium. I've been fighting it all year, really, with the health, you know, staying healthy after what happened at the end of last year. It's still a battle. I haven't spoken to anyone particularly about it, but I think it's still lingering. I remember the effects of when I had it, and training's been different since then. The levels of fatigue that you get is different. It's a real challenge. I will continue to try and train and prepare the best way I can. Maybe it's hydration. I don't know, but I've definitely not had that experience. I had something similar in Silverstone, but this is way worse. Wow. And then Ocon says that it was a really hard race anyway, in general. So with the humidity, um, but... And that whole long COVID a lot of lap, too. 70 laps is a long race, you know, even though they're obviously not as long, not minute and a half, minute 40. They ran about 120, 115 laps, but still a lot of laps. I had several COVID-related conversations. You know, we haven't really been talking about it because it was over, but now it's not over anymore. Now it's back again. And uh, the numbers are kind of going up. And, and, you know, like you listen to the news, it's very uh, unfortunate because in my opinion, none of it needs to be happening. Like it could be just could have been just over, like the masks could be over. Everything could be over, but it's not over because it's not over. <clears throat> not that I'm blaming anybody, but I, I had com- a couple conversations with people that ha- had COVID and they had real what? What are you laughing Nothing, at? Man. It's not that I'm blaming anybody. Passive aggressive, man. I like always, you know. You know who said it the best is the governor of the state of Alabama. What is her name? Kay Ivy. All right. So you don't get elected governor of the state of Alabama. Well, it's not Wallace. By, by being a liberal, you know, wimpy, uh, whatever. Like that doesn't happen. It's not possible, right? What do you say? Chewbacca does not come from Endor. Like it Chewbacca just does not live on Endor, right? It just doesn't. So when the governor of Alabama says something that the unvaccinated people are to blame, was the word that like caught my attention because I, you know, the word blame rarely gets thrown out there, <laughs> but to blame. So I had a lot of conversations. K Ivy for the record. K Ivy, right? And um, so I listened to that comment. Everyone had to be masked out there this weekend, indoors. Mask on, mask off, mask on, mask off. Very big pain in the butt, man. Going into race control, mask on. Um, press conference, mask on. Like uh, restaurants, everywhere you go, mask on. It's it's back. And you'd run into people and they would be like, oh, yeah, it's just because of our government. Uh, you know, we don't really need it. Um, not good. It's not a good thing. We're sliding back into it. Just in time for me to be going to Vegas next week, baby. Woo! Our paper said Vegas, it was the baby. Florida guy Vegas, did it. <laughs> What's your paper? Florida and Texas. <laughs> Blaming us. It's- no, nah, Louisiana's to blame too. No, you guys this too. time we weren't the top three. Florida uh, and Texas. Oh, we're ranking them. We're ranking them. I don't know how we missed it, but listen, I'm going to. Hey, tell we're you number one. Let me tell you, we're you know, the one over here. Florida is dominating this contest right now. When it comes to COVID, now Ooh, we are. We're, we're, we're number winning. one, damn it. Yes, we're calling <laughs> you Delta. <laughs> Not even close. Like it's not even a close competition. Like twenty percent of all the cases are coming out of Florida. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> it shows blood red on the map, Sue, not just red. It's red. Yeah. It is. It's glowing. It actually kind of gets you right in the eye. <laughs> hey, look, the rest of it, everybody else is coming over here to hang out at the beaches. It's on vacation. You don't have to tell me. I see what's going on. But that's all right. <laughs> I, I hear it's Jacksonville, though. I, honestly, I, I don't know if that's no man. It's the whole state, man. Get out of here. The, the over here, the hospitals are being overrun, and it, it's like <laughs> you can't even see the lines between the counties. <laughs> yes. Well, we're we're way at the bottom over there by like the the bottom of the. Yeah, we're at the very tip of the pool. Yeah. It's a bummer. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, I feel great about my position and I'm doing my best to like duck and dodge it and trying my best, you know, to still stay safe. Uh, but like some people that I know, like direct uh, people that are in my sphere, they have, uh, you know, went, got gigs, got jobs, started working. Boom. Got it. Now they're down again. Quarantining. But the good news is, is like, what is it? 97% of the people that are in the hospital are unvaccinated. So that means you can still get it if you're vaccinated. Like, guys, there's a good chance, you know, at some point I may have to face the fact that I get it. Look, I'm going to say maybe I misunderstood the deal from it, which is a much better feeling. Like, you know, like you'll just have something, but you're not going to end up in the hospital. You're not going to end up dead more than likely. The odds are going way down. And to me, that's worth getting vaccinated. Maybe I yeah. misunderstood the deal. I always thought the vaccine was so that we don't get really messed up and end up dying and in the hospital from the COVID. I didn't think it was to prevent COVID, getting COVID. The same with the well, flu. Was to, to prevent you to be a, it was to prevent you to be a spreader. That was what was originally put out there. Because if you right. were vaccinated, you wouldn't be a spreader. But, but now this, this new one, but now the new version of it, the latest, greatest, new yeah. and improved one, Bobby. The newest one we're getting reports that it's the vaccinated people that are getting the most of them sick because you don't know you're carrying it and you still can carry it. Yeah. So we're getting blamed. Uh, my boss's uh, <laughs> daughter is a nurse and she says 30% are people that come in with COVID. They've had a rush, but 30% have already been vaccinated. Even their, in the their hospital. They're going to the hospital. Yes. Oh, that's terrible. And so this is the thing that nobody seems to understand. And it's very sad. Right. Is that this will continue forever. That the reason that the flu, they do new shots every year is because it's out there and it's just morphing and morphing and morphing and morphing all, all the time. And you get the flu shot doesn't mean you're not going to get the flu. You could get the flu, but it just won't be as bad. And they say to get the flu shot a couple of years ago, I never got a flu shot in my life ever, ever. Until I got the flu and I was down for 24 days and I was like, oh, my God. And I, and, and I, I never want this to happen to me ever again in my life. And so I got the flu shot and I started getting the flu shot and I get the flu shot now this all the time. And I may get the flu, but hopefully whatever I get will only be 50 percent of what it could have been. And that makes me feel better. So apply that to this. <clears throat> I don't know. Look, man. I got to tell you, 24 days over the course of your lifetime to be down over the flu, that's less than maybe one day a year, all things considered. That's not too bad. And if you're going to tell me that there's still a possibility that the next time is going to take you down for another 10 or 12 days, you know? 
It's worth getting. Worth so what's getting all this protection? I've never had a flu shot in my life, and I've never no. had flu or ever been down for two months either, or, or whatever it is that you yeah, were down. You know, the, that's the thing. It's an experience. So, but Lewis Hamilton, one of the world's highest level athletes, saying it's messed him up, and the people that I talk to say that they have got symptoms six months later, eight months later, they're still dealing with it. Yeah. Uh, dizziness, hallucina- uh, hallucinations. <laughs> hallucinations oh yeah like <laughs> all, kinds of, all kinds of uh things that are hanging on um but it's this new one the new version is a thousand times more transmittable or whatever um in pages right what if the next version is a thousand times more deadly oh we're in trouble that's oh, right oh, that's what oh. i'm Oh, and, and have another have another drink. I gotta have go find a drink. I think I have to deal with the gout. At some point, you know what? <laughs> Everything's gonna kill some of us all. All right, no one gets out alive at, and True. you know, <laughs> no, all right. Bad logic. Yeah. Oh, and the day that have you seen the made for TV version of Stephen King's The Stand? No. It was like no, no, 20 years ago, guys. This is like an old <laughs> reference. But I remember watching <laughs> Stephen King's The Stand made for TV. And the stand is a whole it's uh is the religion is woven into it, whatever. But anyway, the opening scene, if you can find it on YouTube, it's pretty crazy because they're playing. Don't fear the reaper, right? It's kind of like this music video. And they're showing civilization, except this virus, like, you know, the one that's a thousand times more deadly. The one that everybody was hoping this one was where, you know, there's a dead person in the street and their body is still there because they caught it and they died and no one had time to go pick them up yet because it's spreading like wildfire, like outbreak. If we let this thing keep going, man, that could maybe be coming. It's better to stop it. That's all. All right, man. Can you get on the same page? Okay. All right. It is. I agree. Where are you? Hey, look, man. I played ball. I took the damn shot. All right. I'm, I did. Yell at me. Everybody all right. here. Okay. Does so then why are you yelling at me? I'm, sure I'm not yelling at you. I'm building consensus. That's what we're doing. Look, I just built consensus here. You just but want yeah, everybody to agree with you, man. We got all these people that are like, nah, let's see. Let's see if we can make it stronger. Let's see if we get a new version. Epsilon. You're going to be excited when Gamma comes out? Gamma. Oh, Gamma sweeping through Louisiana. Oh, already like a Lambda, Lambda, Lambda or something. Oh, I no thought way. that we were watching like. <laughs> Monica says, don't watch Contagion. That movie will freak you out. Oh, I've seen that. Thing. I have. Yeah. Why do you think I'm like this, Monica? I've already That's been freaked out. Gwyneth Paltrow in the casino in China. Or Macau, in- actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember like specifics about the movie. Oh yeah, I do. And oh, that's it. It was good. It's free. It's freaking easy. It's one yeah. of those. Eric I like says, the album movie too. Coworker went on vacation to Florida and came back with COVID. Geo is right though. And uh, Matt says uh, Delta is big here. And Eric says makes me think of I Am Legend. Oh my gosh, I Am Legend. I remember that one. Do you remember I Am Legend with Will Smith? That was another Dang. crazy virus uh, movie. There's been a lot of, listen, Hollywood knows how to scare us. And they, this is one that is, you know, but really it's just a big inconvenience. That's the biggest problem. 
It's a big inconvenience. Like if you really hate the inconvenience of it, people, let's just get this thing out of the way and get it over with. Oh, well, but whatever. I think you're just hearing the energy of someone that had to go through a very extreme experience for three days out there. And then in the airports, because it's back, baby. Oh, don't worry. We're going right back next week. Vegas, baby, Vegas. Okay. No show next Monday, by the way, guys. No show next Monday. I talked to Gio. I was like, hey, maybe we can record something. And he's like, no, nah, maybe we'll do something from Vegas. And I said, are you crazy? Are you crazy? <laughs> Remember, yeah. what happens in What's Vegas? What's in Vegas stays, stays in, Vegas. in Vegas. Any recommendations for Vegas, guys? Anybody have anything? Any news updates, things that you... Oh, Matt's up there. I'm going to bring Matt onto the I show. I have too. the itinerary. <laughs> Look, I'm going to add Matt and Eric. Now everybody's on. Everybody that's on is on. There you're all on. What's up, Eric? Good points for your participation and patronage. And Matt, down under, how's the, how's yeah. the audio and internet working this week? Uh, good mind. How about you? Wow. Oh, he's crystal clear. Oh, he's the best. Sounds like he's right here. Leg. <laughs> Excellent. All right, guys. Happy hour. Woo. Uh, Cheers, Everyone's Mike. Water, except for me. I'm the only Co one. Well, no, it's not. Coffee. It's five to twelve in the morning. Oh, there you go. No, that's fine. Well, you could just see you know, a little heated up in there, man. Maybe like an Irish coffee, something in there, you know. Get it going a little bit. Get it going a little bit. A little dabble, do you? Come on, it's a new year. This is just pandemic world. Everybody is uh, a little less, uh, you know, intense. Hopefully. Don't want to really talk about COVID, Joe, but I'm going to have to. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're ready. Yeah, all of no, us. No, 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 exactly down, the same way. Down here, down here, we've had. This is why we're in our current lockdown is because of this Delta strain. And oh, exactly wow. what uh, uh, is it, Bob? The other gentleman said. Bob, yes. Yep, Bob, Bob said uh, about the contagious level is very high, but we've got a lot of people that have been hospitalised that are vaccinated. Or have had the jab, depending on how you want to sleep. I hate it that because... term, by the way, Matt. They had the jab. Is that like a Euro or an Aussie way to say it? Like it's well, you're, you're all right. We, you're all right. We called we called the flu the flu uh, jab, the flu shot, the flu jab, because they jab you in the arm with it, right? Right. Uh, and that yeah, probably an Aussie, uh, a bit of Aussie slang there. Because they're but, picking uh, it up here. People are picking it up. The jab, the jab, the jab. I'm like, stop saying that if you want people to get it. <laughs> Nobody wants to be jabbed by yeah. anything ever. So, uh, as Bob said, it's it's super contagious, and we've got a lot of people in hospital that have already had their, both their shots. I mean, so, but the the severity is nothing like the first strain. Is what what we're being told here, uh, and we've been dealing with it now for bloody hell over a month or more. Uh, we're just being told we're all our borders are closed to our other states. Uh, we're basically in lockdown until the 28th of uh, August if everything goes okay. But the numbers our politicians want, they want zero cases here. Yeah, well, that's right. That's not going to happen. Is, well, it's not going to happen. And then our premier, which is like uh, our governor, uh, hinted that we need to get on with it and live with this. And all the other governors, if you will, said, well, the borders to our states will be closed indefinitely. 
Wow. See? Yeah, exactly. So, Gotta work and that, oh. Yeah. And that and that's Oh, you guys are Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but they closed the gate. Like, that Florida guy's gonna stay down there. You <laughs> took it down there. <laughs> How are you gonna live stream from the start line from Florida, Chuck? Oh, <laughs> I know. I mean, like people are people are saying it to me, by the way. Like, you know, like the whole Florida man joke isn't enough already, right? And it's like, <laughs> no, 21,000 cases, man. I'm like, but whatever but see you know what though i don't fear here in the states i really don't fear like a lockdown again i just don't see it as possible just the same as like when someone someone says uh they're going to come around and and now we're talking like issues in politics but like whenever someone says they're going to come around and take all the guns Ah, like, dude, what's wrong with you, man? What I, are you I, don't, I don't view it as possible. Hey. I don't view it as possible. It's not a possibility. It's not on the radar. It's not a possibility. It happened, it happened down here. I, I know. I know it happened. But here, it would not happen. It could not happen. It's not in the realm of possible. It's not, not happening in the United States of America. I'm telling you, look at how upset people got about little things. Like a little thing. Can you imagine the way that they, they knock on the door? Oh, yes, uh, 8245, uh, we have an indication that you have sent seven things here that are not in compliance with our... Get out of here, man. There is zero chance. <sighs> and we're learning that right now. Like, people are not up for doing stuff. So, 23 years ago here. Yeah. No, I know. I know you guys had, like, a bad thing happen. Yeah. Yeah, but our bad things are way better, way worse than that bad thing. <laughs> I was going to say, you sort of, you sort of beat the better. Right yeah, we got you beat on that. We got 320 million people, man. It's like the, hmm. I have a calculation that I do of everything. Everything. It's the, I'm going to say it. The a-hole per 100 number. You get 100 people, you get X amount. Of everything, like and per one hundred, and then you dude, just you only got to get out. like five or six guys together before you got one in the group, dude. You don't even got to get to a hundred. But that's what I'm saying. So what's Sorry. what's the number? Like you know, what's the number out of a hundred? Like how many like non-compliant like real you know out of a hundred do you, do you get? Is it ten? Your face nine? Is it twenty? Is it 30? Like, what's the number? We don't know what the number is, but you know the number's big, and then you extrapolate that out by 300 million people and look around. Gee, I'm a bit concerned. There's six of us on here. Right. Yeah. Well, which one but is Sue it? is female, so we're okay. Sue is safe. Depends on the day, depends on the subject, right? Like, you could be on one subject, and then you could be the a-hole on another. Like, oh, it's you. So. But I've been accused of much work. Yeah, I get accused of that a lot. It's all right. It's all right. All right, guys, we were going to do like a relatively, uh, you know, like a tight, a tight program. Um, we covered we there was no NASCAR and no Fantasy League once again. But is there NASCAR and Fantasy League next week, Gio, this coming week? Yes, absolutely. Watkins Glen coming up. Set your fantasy teams. Don't forget, we got four races left before the playoffs. Playoff bubble battle, three three slots left with four races left. Nice. Go. See? Cut no time. Drama time. I like See, it. See, there you go. Notes. <laughs> notes. Taking notes. I love it. I love it. 
All right, guys. Final thoughts as we as we uh, bounce you guys out. Eric, you've been uh, dutifully uh, enjoying down there. Do you have anything you want to throw into the ether? No, I just wish you guys would have been up in Seattle. Hopefully next year, but yeah, me too. Um, when it was a hundred yeah. degrees on the starting line, I was thinking of how nice Seattle is. <laughs> well, we've been we've been uh, pretty warm up here too. So ninety something today. So. The one, uh, the one Pomona in the summertime. I don't think we're going to be doing that again, uh, hopefully. So, but well, we'd love to see you out there. All right. Well, good. Thank you very much for supporting the show. I have no, no idea why all you guys do it, but I appreciate it, and we try real hard. So, thank you for that. See you guys tomorrow. All right. There he goes. Yeah, Reinhardt at one, Caps at one on Wednesday, and I'm trying for Leah on Thursday. I'm going to put Eric on there. All right, Matt. What about you? Give us some bit of wisdom. Oh. Well, gee whiz. No, I've got yeah, no wisdom. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out. I'm going to throw it out. It was actually said in your Hidden Horsepower show, Joe, and it was the Diesel guy. Yeah. How great was he? And he was good. And Diesel's really big here in Australia. Um, but he said, I just wanted to get that GM truck because I wanted to show off to my big brother. Yes. Yeah? Yes. That's Australia when I'm talking to you guys in America. Oh, I'm the little brother and I'm just I'm, – I'm, I might sound a bit over the top and tell you how good we are. It's just that I'm trying to show off to my big brother. Oh, that's great. Well, listen, we always love listening. You guys sent us great just, like Nicole Kidman, and we appreciate it. And Margot Paul Robbie. And Margot uh, Robbie. Steve Irwin. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, we, there's an Aussie girl, yeah, uh, yeah. Emma McEwen, in the swimming. Okay. She won. She won seven medals at the Olympics. Yes. The most med, The most medals any person, male, female, has ever won. Just this week, which wow. is pretty cool. Like they'll put her on top of the Harbour Bridge when she gets back. And uh, also, I think the Aussie girls are playing America in this in, for the bronze medal in the soccer. Mm. That is and our bo- Yeah, and our boom. Our boomers tonight. In the morning, your time are playing uh, Argentina in the quarterfinals. Okay. In the in the basketball, so that should be pretty huge. I love. I so lo- that's I just love that. the little brothers, you know. Yeah, no, I, I love that, and uh, I, I love that we're into it now. We're being brought into it. Like WFO is worldwide. Our mm. little brother, that is great 100%. stuff. And hey, you got your stick? Did your stickers arrive from Mark? Stickers arrived. Just need to uh, have a racetrack that's open to race on and. And uh, I'm going to get a photo for you, Joe, so you can. And you got a nice little race car. I saw just so you guys all know is that uh, Matt and Mark, who has stickers down there, got to like texting back and forth and showing photographs of their race cars. The cars are cruising around. What what is it that he's got? It's like a little four door. It looks like it's got like an LS in it. And it sounded like it had a good rumble V8. But it's an older car. Look kind of like out of Mad Max. What uh, what was that? (laughs) Mad Max. Um, The Interceptor. Yeah, well, there's not a lot of two-door size cars like your uh, GDO, Joe. Most of the cars that we race are four doors. So that Commodore I showed you last week, the green one, yes, yes, which we ra- we re- we race in supercars. Um, my car and uh, Mark is it? Yes, Mark. It's the same model car. It's a eighty-eight Commodore. So that'd be like saying it's a. 88 GM vehicle. I don't know. Right. 
Like, right, 88 Camaro or 88, uh, right, something that exists now, but back then was different, but still has a nameplate. Correct. So he's a a street-driven, and it's a bit of a a cruiser sort of car, but quick, obviously. Uh, Mine's just a full chassis uh, bracket car, car. essentially. That's great. That Mm. is great. That was great. No, I saw you guys going back and forth. uh, Great. hmm. Ironically, yes, the same model car, and uh, we're we're the two WFOs down here. That is great. Well, hopefully there will be more. And a, a guy reached out for me, a guy named Joe, reached out, uh, and I put him in touch with Mark as well. So maybe there'll cool. be more. And eventually, the big WFO down under meetup will happen, and you guys will document it. <laughs> right, yeah. Right? Sounds right. good. Matt, thank you so much. All right. Take care, everyone. There See you later, go. Matt. WFO. Nice meeting you. Great to see you. Well, you see, we don't want we don't want them to get unlocked. Gray wants to go to Australia. Does he? Let's all go. Let's all go. To, I mean, I, I don't think he really understands Let's, what it's like to be in the plane I for twenty four hours. Five hours right? in the plane in business class. Yeah, five hours, and I was ready to get off. Like I have every luxury. They're bringing me food. They've got the fan. Everything. It's like beautiful. Vipers. Yes, it was great. The seat goes flat. It was great. <laughs> And after five hours, I'm ready to get out, man. Let me out. Let me out. And the idea that to go to Australia, I would have what? Eight more hours or something? No, a hell of a lot more than that. I think it's like 18 hours or something. It, uh, yeah. I'd yeah, be freaking like out. When I float over yeah. to Singapore and Hong Kong, it's just long. You so. flew over to Singapore and Hong Kong, Sue? What was that like? Oh, yeah. And um, it was, I, I mean, Singapore was awesome. I mean, where I went was right where the Singapore Grand Prix was. And, or, and um, it, yeah, it was, it was definitely interesting. And walking around where the, uh, where they run the Grand Prix was pretty cool around the city. Did you spit so, on, the, on the ground? But it is a long flight. Don't, don't spit on the ground in Singapore, no. man. No chewing gum either. <laughs> no, no chewing gum. <laughs> No chewing gum. Yeah, no, they're serious about it over there. Singapore. They're yeah, they're very serious about it. Yeah. For that. Wow. Yeah. Yes, yes. I didn't but it's very clean. With me. That's the thing. It's it is very clean. clean. There is, there is a, like, if you're very serious about your cleanliness, you will have a very clean place. Mm-hmm. There is no gum. I, on I walked all around Singapore and it was, I felt comfortable. I mean, I, it didn't bother me at all. I mean, I was by myself, so. Right. It was, it was, it was a cool, cool city. Very futuristic. Cool, cool place. Very futuristic. Uh, yeah. looking. Very interesting. That is cool. Any final thoughts, Sue? Did you guys go bracket racing this past weekend also? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's oh, one no. of those weekends. <laughs> you respond like that. What's the story? Did you you know only what? thought you were going to get away without getting asked. That, that poor I, guy. I knew, um, like, oh, we're going <laughs> to. No, the, the, the car, the, the first two runs, we had a. 125, 128 degree track temperature, and the thing is printing tickets. 615, 615. Goes out there, dash for cash, and for some reason it goes up and starts to go to the right. Okay, fine. We'll throw that out. Maybe something weird happened. We go out there first round, and the thing just blows off the tires and does a six, what ended up being a 622. I, I didn't bother doing the run completer because it's like I, I wasn't gonna even catch the other person. I just left it. Maybe they break out. And, but yeah, it, it was one of those where you're like, son of a. <laughs> okay, pack the car up. 
We're not even buying back. Let's go. I've had enough. So, but right. we, uh, we got a new Hughes converter just arrived on Sunday. Uh, Kevin Kleinover, we talked to him about it. So we, he thinks uh, our converter might be a little tight. So we, he, he made us a, we bought a new one from Hughes. So that just arrived on Sunday. I was like, oh, perfect. So, <laughs> great. But, but when's yeah. Next, so, when's but your next uh, super gas race? We are, we are, we are dot 90 racing this weekend, division two. So it'll be a, a thousand foot division race. It's at the lot, which is a very cool track. Um, I hear it's, they've got great scoreboards. That's what I hear. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a great facility. Um, I, I hope someday they can, they can get it go, you know, quarter mile. Um, but it is a great, great facility. I mean, if you happen to get up here one time and get a chance to go to it, it's it's, a, it's an awesome track. So we're excited. Um, we'll get there Thursday, and uh, they have a divisional Friday, Saturday, and then the open race on Sunday. So uh, we'll get uh, get two races in for the weekend, and we're pretty excited. So it'll be good awesome. good to see everybody in Division Two and back to Dot Ninety racing. It's been a while, so it'll yeah, be fun. you're going again. You guys were doing well. Dave was doing well. He had a good mm-hmm. start to the season. A couple of moments. Things go a little differently. Could have had a win or two. So that is great. Awesome, yeah. Sue. Thank you very much. And uh, appreciate you. Uh, can't wait to see you guys somewhere down the road. Not far from yeah. now. Charlotte. Exactly. Yeah. It's coming up fast. Have fun in, have fun in Vegas, guys. Vegas. Bobby, take care. Good seeing you. All right. So you also. Tell Dave I said what's up. Hey, for the record, Australia is 15 and a half hours from L.A. All right. Yeah, and a half hours. It's so long. I just, yeah. I, I, I don't know if 20, I can handle it. Twenty-two hours. You're flying. Yeah. It's like me That's driving to Iowa. <laughs> to Iowa, and then fifteen hours. Yeah. Yeah, but you can. Get I visit out. my daughter lives in Iowa, so I'll drive to Iowa and do stuff and go out and out. Stop get gas. Yeah. That's about it. Wow. Fifteen hours driving, Bobby. Wow. Whew. Being in that tube, man. Up, man. I, I don't do 15 hour drives. I do like eight hour drives at the most, and that's it. All right, Sue, thank you very much. You're the best. See y'all. WFR, Sue. All right, Bobby, you're going to be the final guy. What do you got? Well, serious note with this disease, the way it's going, everybody, if you have to make trips, plan them. Try to plan them at the least amount of traffic during the day that you can and just get out as least often as you can is all I can ask. Let's get this uh, over with. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it to be over God's with. Ears. I'm so, like, ready to just have it be over. Like, what's funny is that the people who really hate it are doing the things that are keeping it around. Like, if you really want it to be in the rearview mirror, the masks, the rules, the compliance, the BS, the news, the stories, the talking about it. It's in your power to get it over with. Let's just get beyond it. Instead, it's coming back. Everybody that I work with has had it. And they're they're all scared to death of getting it again. And like I said, uh, his daughter was a nurse and she come in and said, yeah, she said out of 30 out of 90 people already had the vaccination in their mm-hmm. their hospital that they she was at. So well that scares the heck out of me. And you know what? Sorry. Like you run out you run into people and they um they're like, 
it's interesting how there's multiple groups now. And the people who had it, like most of the ones that I talked to that had it, they don't think it's a joke at all. They're very serious about it. They're like, man, I never want to get that ever again. And like, it's the, the sickest I've been in my life is what people are telling me. Like, all right, why was I on a ventilator? No, but was it was the sickest I've ever been in my life. And I've had a bunch of people tell me that. So I have had nothing. It's going to affect stuff, man. It's going to affect the economy. Like if what you say is true, like I'm vaccinated and I'm not like 100% safe, guess what? I'm going to have to be more cautious. There's only well, two one. of them had it about six months ago and they still say that they're not near about what they used to be. It's still affecting them from the right. first time. So they're scared to get it second. Several people at the track this weekend, long haul symptoms and that they're six months into it, still dealing with moments. Brain fog. A lot of people are saying brain fog. Like you'll be talking. One person told me, I'm not going to mention names, that they'll be talking about something. I'm holding a bottle of crystal water in my hand. And the person said that they would be talking about the bottle of crystal water, about how it's, you know, they're using the clear plastic and how it's kind of a firm bottle. And then just lose what they're talking about and start on a totally different subject. And not know why. And the person's like, what are you, what are you talking? You just change subjects on us. Like, and, and what, what? And they, and they don't know. Like they, they, it was communicated to me that it was a pretty upsetting problem. Wow. I must've caught COVID years ago then. You got the old guy thing going. That's what. <laughs> I've just got CRS. That's yeah. what I've got. CRS. Yeah. Which is. Can't I remember, remember shit. shit. <laughs> Everybody knows that one. <laughs> All right, that was good. I appreciate you doing uh, like a, a public service announcement for our WFO listeners. Like people don't want to hear about that stuff, but you know, to hear that one of our listeners maybe like I, I think it's okay to talk about it every once in a while. Well, if you re remember, I've really changed my position on it since it first come out. I was kind of caught up in the well. It's just something not to be you know, worried about, but I, I've really changed my opinion of it. So many people I have known have gotten it. So yeah. it, it, it's, it's just got too close. And it's like most people, you don't believe it until it happens to you, you know, of mentality. And I guess that's what I had at first, but I realize now it's true. And the sensationalization of everything else that happens in, and the fact that uh, 24 hour news is always reporting an emergency and there's always stuff coming at you. It, 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 it has made people less receptive to it. And when there is a real emergency. never outgrow that, huh? No. no. Well, I've learned the best cure is to stay off social media as much as possible. You yes. know? So. Yeah. Well, Hey, so, um, Stampede of speed, Dallas, what are you going to do? I'm going to leave early or late Tuesday night. I think I'm going to try to get there for Wednesday for it. I don't know when it starts. I would love to do the pub crawl with uh, Prudhomme, with the snake. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had some conversations with some people, and it's being kicked around that maybe yes, I, I will get in a little earlier than I would normally get in and do something related to the stampede of speed. So I'm letting you know that right now. Like that could be. Yeah. I was going to contact you and see about that. Yeah. The, that in a, Cause that'd be fun. Get Marvin out there. Get my, Oh man, come on. Pub crawl with. Snake. Oh yeah. 
come on. No. Like history. Like, come on. <laughs> really? That That's would not- be history making there. There'll be a lot of people wearing them out, of course, which I never like to do that, but still. All right, Bobby, very good. You're the man. Nice, guys. WFO, guys. WFO, rest, of the, WFO, rest of the ignition listeners. Yes. Y'all be safe out there. Let's be safe out there. There goes Bobby. Bobby's out. Blue Bobby out. Ooh. And Monica. We're going to send Monica out as well. Monica, thank you. Monica says, keep your, car, your guard up, Joe. She says, keep your guard up. And I, I, I agree. It's, you know, like... I shouldn't feel guilty even like bringing up the subject, you know, but I do. I'm like, oh man, I'm bringing up something. But being out there this weekend, it was like a different vibe. The carefree days of Denver are in the rearview mirror. And it's like, oh, but whatever. So Vegas, Geo, next week, we're going to be in Vegas. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, home Wednesday. Wednesday. Blow off a whole week of WFO. For a well, uh, much needed vacation. Are you are you excited for it? Are you? Mm, it hasn't hit me yet. I'm working. I'm still. I work you all week. Haven't gone on any kind of a fun thing since the before the birth of the child. Certainly not Vegas. I w- um, no man. We we've gone to like beach family excursions, family beach. Yeah, excursions. We went to San Francisco. We've been to Very, you know to oh, other cities. Oh yes. Yes, yes. And, sports uh, betting, sports betting, sports books. Sports books, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that stuff is, you know. You don't care about that. Sports betting is legal right. everywhere now, you know. Everybody's got a guy. It's not legal here, but. Everything's legal now. Everything's legal, you know. It's almost like uh, like the, the Holy Trinity is pretty much. We're going legal. to the Golden Steer. That's the thing that I think I'm most excited like, about. I, you know, as a matter of fact, I looked it up today. I was uh, checking out the menu. I'm definitely going to be having a big steak. Yes. And I saw some uh, potato sides there. Fries, more than likely. Okay. And, um, and that was it. I was looking at the menu. I am definitely, um, you know, I saw that the sea, the pictures of the seafood look great, but, you know, I'm not going to go order seafood in the desert when we live in the middle of the ocean down here. I so, agree. I don't think you can do it. But it's great because the place has been there since, like, 1958. It's uh, They've got... Uh, the Rat Pack used to go there after their shows. It was like it's a it's a historical landmark of Las Vegas, the Golden Steer. And it's tremendous. And also they are still licensed. They're grandfathered in. They do these. Um, it was communicated to me like back in the day before screens and TV and all the like having your server do like a little at the table show was kind of part of the Vegas experience. Right. So they do like, they do a great big Caesar salad. I'm not a Caesar salad guy, but they do a Caesar salad. They prepare it and they mix it there. And the guy talks to you while they're doing, but they do bananas, foster and cherries, Jubilee dessert with the fire, you know, where they fry it, flames at the table and everything. It's a great experience. I'm a chocolate cake kind of guy, man. You know, that. take a chocolate cake and they light it on fire. Man, that, that's except they got a guy who juggles three different chocolate cakes. No, that's not cool. For I just want to eat it. I don't want to oh, see no chocolate. But I'm anyway, yeah, excited. no, man, I'm excited. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a little excited. I'm a, at the same time a little, you know, like I said, it's only Monday and we got a whole week here to go. So it's not like, you know, so it's next week. To me, vacation is next week. Like this is still a regular week. And yeah. so it doesn't really start to me till Friday till, you know, Friday morning when, you know. Yeah, but see, this is the last time you're going to communicate with the WFO audience until. No, yeah, I understand. So, yeah, I'm excited, dude. I can't wait. Ah! That would have been good to say 30 seconds ago. 
Yeah, but they know that I would be lying. Nobody knows. Everybody knows that I'm not that excited about anything. That's true. And so, anyway, um, quick uh, Sports Center wrap up. Tonight, Monday, has been NBA free season frenzy. It started around 6 p.m. Eastern. So, those of you that like a little basketball stuff, check out, I'm sure, a lot of stuff going on team signing, free agents going everywhere. The Heat have picked up a couple guys and re signed Jimmy Butler and uh, all kinds of trades going on. And so, I'm sure your favorite team, you know, hopefully is doing something. Free agent well, frenzy, right. NBA. And uh, finally, to close out, saw the Jungle Cruise, Disney, The Rock, Emma Stone. No, not Emma Stone. Sorry, <laughs> she's just in everything. Emily Blunt and The Rock, and it was. Um, I enjoyed it very much. I think it's very true to the ride, and uh, it was uh, very entertaining. Two thumbs true up for. I said true to the ride. I don't know. I felt. Very, what do you mean? You've never been on the Jungle Cruise ride? Yeah, it's just you're on and, a boat, kind of going around a little loop. All right, you ever been on the Pirates of the Caribbean? Wasn't it kind of like the movie very much the first one? And you know, they're just kind of from like that. Well, it I was very it. much like that, and it, it a lot of puns and you know, kind of you know, punny adult uh, rock type humor, dad jokes and yeah. puns. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny and, so and not funny, but entertaining. Since we're doing movie, movie reviews, since we're doing movie but reviews, I, hey, I've been doing current movie reviews for like a month and a half now. So, no, you, you know, I need to get some kind of a. No, I'm going to get in. I'm going to do a movie review, except mine's going to be an old movie review. You know, this Close Encounters of the Third Kind. <laughs> I watched Close Encounters on Right. Richard Dreyfus and Terry Gar. Aliens, and it's just a crazy interpretation of uh, but you know, in the 70s when that thing came out, man, that was like a big, big cultural changing deal. I want to see fire in the sky, and now, now we know that they're real, they're out there. Well, the guy just left his wife and his kid. Like that's the thing at the end of it all. It's like he gets on the spaceship with the aliens, and I'm like, "You, you got a wife and couple of kids, man." I mean, I know she's pissed at you, and she took him to her sister's house, but you're just leaving with the aliens now. And he did. See ya. So there you go. All right, Gio, good job. All right, everyone. WFO. Um, like I said, I'm willing. I was ready and willing to do a show next Monday night, but as you heard, the boss has spoken. Everybody, enjoy the weekend. Don't forget to set your fantasy teams. There he goes. He's gone. Gio's trying to negotiate stuff. Look, I just can't. You never know, but I doubt it. All right, everybody. This has been WFO Ignition. Kind of off the rails a little bit, honestly. The uh, the idea that I didn't get stuck in a parking garage looking for someone to jumpstart my car or calling roadside assistance or a ranger or something like that made my day and everything was just this little thing i know they sell all kinds of them but you don't think it's gonna work right like you don't think it's gonna work it worked it saved me i can't believe it i'm stunned i'm gonna go put it back on the charger and charge it back up and stick it back in there and go get a new battery tomorrow that's really the most important thing that happened um had a great time out there at the NHRA with all the fans over the last three weeks. So much fun. And I love I love it. A lot of people are complaining that there weren't a lot of people in the stands. I'll talk about it tomorrow. 
I am glass has half full. It was 100 degrees, 140 degree track temp at the wrong scheduled date. You could just wait three months and see the same cars in a championship scenario in beautiful weather. A lot of people would probably choose that. And we, whoever showed up to that race, they saw a great race. They had a fun time. We had people there all three days. They saw history. They saw Shirley cackle her English leather pink dragster out there on the starting. Like, it was amazing. We had a great time. And these events are about the people that go, not the people who don't go. And so to everybody who went, had a good time, awesome stuff. And that's that. We'll be back 1 o'clock with Alan Reinhardt on Tuesday. We'll be back on Wednesday with Ron Caps. And I'm working on getting Leah on Thursday. Let's see if it happens. WFO. Thanks, guys. Stay safe out there. No joke. WFO! This is WFO Radio. Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies.